Welcome to this episode of Let's Chat. I'm your host, Chris Revel, coming to you from the Cat Cave in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, thanks for checking out the show today. We have a wonderful guest. We have, uh, we have actor and stuntman David Chen. Uh, the way I found out about this wonderful gentleman, uh, he was a guest on Cortem Barts. My network has a great podcast called TV at My Brain. Sometimes I'm on it, and it has rotating uh, hosts covering television shows. Uh, so, friend of the show, past guest Peter V, he has a bunch of podcasts you could check out. Uh, on the Cortem Barts Network, he hosts, he's one of the co-hosts of We Got Five, which I fucking love that show. He also has a movie podcast called Hydrate Level 4, which I've been on and guest hosted. Uh, well, anyway, he did an interview with David Chen a while right before Luke Cage came out. Uh, so I listened to it, loved it. I think Peter's a very, he's a really good interviewer. He doesn't do tons of them, but when he does, I always really enjoy it. Contact, connected with David, and we eventually, uh, we did this episode a few weeks ago. Uh, it was great. And I'm really happy that we got to record this after Luke Cage had come out. Because not only is he in Lake Cage and some of the best scenes in the entire series, uh, he's he has a couple different roles. He does a lot of the stunts as well in the show. Like if you look at his IMDP page, he's credited as the actor for Bryce who robs Luke Cage, uh, the actor who robs Method Man. But he's also in a bunch of the stunts. But we talk about the best scenes in Luke Cage, the scenes where uh, Luke Cage takes off the car door and breaks into that building with all those people. And we talk about Robin Method Man. He's also in shows like Gotham, The Night of, Mr. Ophop, Blindspot, The Breaks, The Good Wife, The Blacklist. We kind of cover pretty much everything. Uh, so I had covered Mr. Robot for TV, my brain with my good buddy Dwight. Uh, so we talk a lot about Mr. Robot. He has some alternate endings to us, getting injuries. Just a really fun show. It's just a fun episode. I'm, I was just so happy. David is just a really cool guy. I feel like we really connected. I had a lot of fun talking to him. I, I Truthfully, I'm always a little worried about the actors because sometimes personalities could be a little flat but david is full of life so fucking cool great stories and he's got some pretty cool roles and really big stuff and uh to grow up like a comic book fan like he did and then now he's part of the dc and marvel universe fucking crazy uh so hopefully we get david back on here when he does something awesome he's going to be on some stuff coming in january you can see him everywhere follow him online at actor david chen he's on instagram um at David Chen is his uh, Twitter handle. Uh, of course, everything you'll need is on the CoreTempArtsNetwork.com. CoreTempArts.com is our website. And uh, my other podcast, Sketched Out on TV, has released a new episode. You can check that out right now. I believe it's officially on iTunes. And I'm a guest on Broken Brain, where my good friend Dwight Hurst uh, and I discuss the meaning of Christmas through the lens of Christmas specials, uh, especially about TV shows and uh some of, some, of, some of them are terrible and corny, but we love them. And some of them, like the community episode, are just beautiful. And I, uh, it's a ton of fun. Anyway, find me on Twitter at Let's Chat Podcast. Do me a huge favor, leave us an iTunes review. That would be everything. Uh, let's get to it. Let's Chat with Revel and Friends is part of Courts and Parts, a podcast network featuring pop culture, TV, and movie podcasts. Check out our other shows that pop this live Talking Shondaland, We Got Five, and TV Ate My Brain at courtsandparts.com. The hard, the hard, you never thought that hip-hop would take it this far. Now I'm in the limelight, cause I rhyme tight. Time to get paid, blow up like the world trade. Born sinner, the opposite of a winner. Remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner? Peace to Raw G, Brucey B, Kid Debris. Funk, Master Flex, Love, Funk, Star, Ski. I heard your episode of uh, TV in my brain that you did with my buddy Peter. So oh, that's okay. Her. And I was like, oh shit. And then... 
it was crazy because then I saw Luke Cage within like oh two weeks of that, and I was like, oh my god, that's insane. Nice. You're uh, you're you're a Jersey guy originally. Yeah. Yes. Where Jersey? Jersey? Still. I'm from Irvington, New Jersey. Born in North, raised in Irvington. Okay. Yeah. yeah. My 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 in-laws are from. Uh, my mother-in-law's from Newark, but they lived in like Bloomfield, Belleville, that area. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that like outside New York. Uh, is Irvington right. that area? That's that area. It's all in the same area. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I go down there quite often, but uh, and then, uh, but are you so? And um, yes, yeah, so I was reading your site too. So you got into martial arts at a young age, and then were able to kind of like, yeah. make a career out of that, which is fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Took a while, but yeah. I mean, it's been pretty much part of my whole life. Before you know, my stunt acting and all that, I was a bounty hunter and everything. Wait, what? At all. Yeah, I was a bounty hunter for about 12 years. Okay, so how does that transition happen? Um, I mean, I, I started out as an actor first in high school. Um, but then after high school, I, instead of going to college, I just I got into law enforcement. So, you know, I became a bounty hunter and a private investigator. And I did that for about 12 years. Damn. So that's twelve years. That's that's a good chunk of time. So what was it that made yeah. you go back to acting? Well, I always loved it. I always missed it. And then I thought about you know it's it's uh, safer. Yeah. Oh my god. And yeah. That, that and the fact that I had a daughter, I was having a child. So mm-hmm. and I, I took into consideration that I couldn't be doing being a bounty hunter out there and have a have a kid and you know somebody trying to hurt my kid and you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that so. father instinct kicks in. Right. Yeah, I'm having my first kid in May, so I'm starting. Oh, like, congratulations! Thank you. Yeah, I'm very excited. So it's um, um, I, I now I understand when people would say that kind of stuff. But I go ahead a kid, and I started changing my thinking. Oh I yeah, never, absolutely. Never got it until like maybe like in like in August. I was like, oh, I gotta start awesome. thinking about somebody else. That's gonna happen more. Yeah, yeah, which, good. Which is good. That's how we should do it. But Are you having a boy or a girl? I'll find out on Saturday. Okay. If you're having a girl, it's, it's a wrap. It's, it's it's game over. Game over. Yeah. Every, you know, everyone says has like a thousand different things. It's a boy. They're like, oh, boys are. Everyone's like, boys are great, but girls. Oh god, like I, my, I have coworkers like I had a little boy and it was great, and I had a little girl. Oh god, it was so hard. <laughs> no, I mean, as far as when it comes to fathers, it's not that it's hard. It's just that she will get girls, anything she wants. Yeah, anything she wants. <laughs> like, have a car. Yes, pony. Buy it. Take it. <laughs> yeah. 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 How old's your daughter now? She's eight. She oh, just man. turned eight. That's oh, that's a fun age. I love like I have a nephew that's like two and a half. I have a cousin who's like six, and like mm-hmm. they're just I I love whenever I see them. It's like finally I get to play. Yeah, like, that's she's, a fun she's, age. She's uh, plays video games with me oh, and, so and got cool. a whole YouTube channel and all that stuff. Oh, of course, right? That's what kids yeah. do nowadays. Yeah, which I think <laughs> is great. I think that's awesome. Like I would have totally had a YouTube channel. Like I feel like man, I had like a Macaulay Culkin fucking. Talkboy? Is that what they were seeing for Talkboy? Oh, I remember the Talkboy. Yeah, I do remember the Talkboy. Yeah. I mean, my friends would make, like, little radio shows on those things. Like, that's... Right, what, right. No one could hear them. Maybe that's better now. As <laughs> is cool with YouTube. Um, but, oh, that's awesome. That's great. She's probably, maybe she'll follow in the footsteps. Well, we'll see. It's up to her. That's that's good, yeah. That's that's awesome. Uh, so, did you end up doing stunt work first? Like... I, I'm fascinated by like stuntmen. Like, I've I, uh, all those shows, so I'm like, it's so fun to watch. As far as, as far as my career goes, yes, my career started. I guess you said my professional career started with stunts. Um, I was an actor beforehand, so I've done independent stuff, uh, um, 
I did a film called Fight the Panda Syndicate uh, with a buddy of mine named Jason Dale and Christopher Picard. And that movie, we never, we, we finished it, the first one, but we never got it out there. So it's going to be like a cult classic one day. Mm-hmm. And then um, we did, then I did a Mortal Kombat fan film that's on YouTube that got a lot of likes and views. I think and I, I played saw that, uh, like a long time yeah, ago, right? I, well, about, maybe about two years ago. Yeah, I, I remember hearing Peter talk about that, and I was like, I think I saw that when it came out because I'm I watch all that stuff. It was with um Luke Kang and Kai, and they were in like in the boxing gym and then yeah, Sub yeah. Zero. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, I, I remember watching I, that way back when. I, no way. Yeah, I played uh I played Luke Kang's best friend Kai. I gotta go back and find that's uh, that's awesome. Yeah, so I, that was you know kind of the start of my. Action acting, I guess you could say, because I started. I worked with the uh, Cinematic Fight Studio in that Mortal Kombat film, and they did they did an excellent job. So from there, I was like, yeah, I want to do this more. So I got uh, I got into stunts um, through. So it's kind of like all in who you know. Yeah, yeah. In this business, so you know, so I, it's like I just know the right people. So another friend of mine, Marcus Taylor, plays Suge Knight straight out of Compton. He kind of told me what to do to get into stunts, and I got my way into stunts. And then from stunts, you know, you talk to the coordinators, you let them know that you're an actor. And I'm like, yeah, are you really? And, then, you know, they give you, they send you on an audition. And if, you know, it's up to you after that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so just about getting in the room. Yeah, that's it. As soon as I, I just, all I needed was my foot in the door. That's all I needed. Yeah. As soon as I got the, you know, as soon as I got my way in and you allowed me to get on set, I already knew what I was going to do. Uh, yeah. Are there a lot of people who you go backdoor actors, like actors who, we're stopping men trying to become actors. That seems like said. I guess my, um, my 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 thing would be always see that the way around. But I w- I don't really know. I mean, a lot of the stuntmen I know now are, are strictly stuntmen. A lot of stuntmen I know, but yeah, they don't want to do dialogue. Um, they they just you know it's strictly stunts. Um, but there are some stuntmen who are comfortable doing both, and there are some who just want to straight transition over. Me, I, I'm looking at it like the Jackie Chan side. I want to do both. I don't, yeah. I don't want to not do one or the other. I mean, if I have to one day, yes. But, you know, that's my, that's my, where I'm trying to go with it. But, um, I don't, I, I, there are a few stuntmen. There are a lot of stuntmen that, that change, transition over to become coordinators, actors, or, um, directors. Oh, uh, yeah. I think, um, the director of John Wick is, uh, was a stuntman. No way. Really? Yeah. John Wick, he did uh, what? What's his face? I forgot his name, but he's the director of John, the director of John Wick one and two. He yeah, was, and he's he's, he's just about to take over some huge movie too. Um, Deadpool. Yes, that's right. He's gonna be doing Deadpool. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, I forget it. and from my understanding, isn't it the fight choreographer for the Marvel universe shows the same guy from Deadpool? Well, the fight choreographer, choreographer from Daredevil is the same coordinator from, uh. For like Deadpool? Yeah. For, for Deadpool, I, yes. I saw some interview with that guy. He was like, fucking awesome. Yeah, he's, he's incredible. Uh, that, I, the, season one of Daredevil, like, even two, but some of those scenes, like, I'm watching this stuff and I'm like, this is TV? Like, the stunt, and even, yeah. I don't know if you watch the show Arrow. They, oh, they, yeah. They've stepped I watch up. Arrow. Yeah, they have stepped up their their action. Like, I love a good action movie. Like, I hate bad. Like, like, like. Um, I feel like Arrow. They just it was like that one scene in season, last season. They switched like a handheld cam and they did that one continuous shot of uh, just of this fight scene. And I just and ever since that scene, they're like they just been doing such a good job with this. See, I, I have to probably go back and watch that because Arrow lost my interest for a while. It, it does. There's. 
Last season once, was not everyone's favorite. Yeah, I, I, once they gave um, what's his name? Um, what's his his buddy's name? Once they gave him Diggs, the helmet. Yeah. Yeah. Once they gave Diggle the helmet, yeah. I, I, I kind of lost interest because he looked like Black it's, Magneto. Yeah, I I don't. I watch Flash is the one I watch the most uh, consistently, and Arrow I like watch here and there, and I I like Legends, but Flash is like my like soap opera. That's I like every single. I like Flash, but Flash kind of. I haven't watched any of this season yet. It's I gotta, really I gotta, good. I gotta binge watch. Oh yeah, just wait till it all airs. I mean, they just did that crossover, which was like. That's what I wanted to see. Oh, it's, it was. It's so much better than all the DC movies they put out. Like it's, it's oh, like, yeah. it's like sad. You're like, how is TV doing such a good job? And it's, it probably sucks. It's like you probably couldn't get on it as easy because they're in fucking Vancouver. They're, so they're in like, Canada. Yeah. yeah, so it's like hard as hell. That's exactly the reason why I'm not on it. It's, it's like, oh, I different country. Yeah, that's exactly the reason. Everything is shot over there. All those, all those shows, rather. Yeah, I think the whole universe now is all Vancouver. Is that like Supergirl? Not, well, well, not Gotham. Oh yeah, is that is that all? Can is that all technically the same universe? Because it's different networks. I'm not. I don't know how the sure. TV universe works because like DC breaks it up all weird. I don't know if DC's connect if 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 um if you know yeah, if they connect. Even... I don't I don't think so because it's a whole different time period, I guess. Yeah, like there's never like a reference to Bruce Wayne or anything. No, they could. It would be cool, but I don't. I mean, they well, Supergirl did make a reference to. Uh, I did see something on the comic book movie website where Supergirl did make a reference oh. to Batman. Oh, that's cool. But I mean, in the Arrowverse, she's on a different. She's in a different universe, technically. Yeah, they're like an Earth two or something like that, right? Yeah, they're on a different Earth. I don't know which number, but yeah, they're on like a different Earth, Earth or three different, or something like that. Yeah. yeah, they're in a different universe. So, but I, I mean, I guess it could all connect. I mean, that they they're smart writers. I mean, something like that they totally could. But it's cool. Uh, did you grow up with all the superhero stuff too? Oh yeah, I love it. It's cool. I feel like I'm catching this stuff later in life because I just didn't. I kind of missed by all of it as a kid. I didn't read the comics, so now like oh, I, I these movies are just like great. Like I, as a kid, I was a huge Spider-Man. I'm, I'm a Marvel guy. Yeah. So uh, I, I grew up on Spider-Man, uh, X-Men, Deadpool. Um, even had Luke Cage back in the day, but I, I I was a little older when I got Luke Cage. Yeah, but, that that one I I I had to learn about that. Like I didn't really the TV show. I guess I was. No, I knew I knew about Luke Cage when I was a kid. I knew about him. Yeah, I, remember, I remember Luke Cage and Power Man. I mean, well, Luke Cage is Power Man. Luke Cage, uh, Power Man and Iron Fist. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, like, I, I watch a lot of X-Men, the cartoon. Like, I've always liked yeah, the anime yeah. and stuff big time. I did the Spider-Man cartoons, the Batman cartoons. Super into that stuff. I used to, actually, I used to collect the comic cards when I was a kid. I did, too. Yeah, Which so one of the, uh, the Marvel Universe cards? Yeah, the X- X-Men, like, uh, I used to have, like, God, we were so annoyed. We'd call like this card store and be like, "I have a Wolverine vs. Sabretooth hologram. How much is it worth?" Oh, uh, so you probably got the same one. Is the uh, I forgot what it's called, Marvel Universe. I think it's Marvel Universe series one, two, and three. Yeah, I, mean, I have like, all three of them. I actually have like, I can see them from where I'm at right now. Oh, so I, I, when I, I moved enough where I lost everything I used to own, that was cool. Uh, I had a, well, everything was at my mom's house. When I moved here, I, I started bringing certain things here. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to get rid of everything. I was like, oh, but that's still so cool. Yeah. I, I felt like a thing of Pogs, and I was like, ugh. What was wow, I thinking? Pogs. Why'd I have these? Well, my mom was a collector, so I had a lot of stuff growing up, collectible stuff growing up. Ah, oh, that's so cool. I love that all the stuff is, like, so popular now. It's, like, it's, yeah. it's so cool. Like, I, 
Like my my little nephew has like everything he owns is Star Wars or Spider Man or Superman or Batman. Exactly. I love how that all took over. Yeah. I read online that this is the first year that um superhero costumes were the most popular costume for little girls, like more so than princess. Really? And it's like the first time that's ever happened that like superhero costumes outsold princess costumes. I didn't know that. Like that's awesome. Nice. Everyone should be a superhero. Okay, absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, let's just jump into the good stuff because I think um, it's I think it's so crazy that you I mean you get to grow up loving all this stuff, and then you you are you're in the Marvel verse. Like I I saw you on Luke Cage a right. couple times. I'm in, I'm in the Marvel and the DC verse. Oh, because of Gotham, right? That's right. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's and and like you have an IMDb thing, you have a name on it, and like so what is. I want to start with Luke Cage, because, like, not only do you get to be in Luke Cage, which is fucking insane, because that show was, it might be my favorite Marvel show. I go between that and Jessica Jones, I really like them both equally. I do, I do, too. I do, too. But something about Luke Cage, as, um, I'm such a huge fan of diversity, and I feel like we obviously need more of that in media. Right. To watch all Luke Cage and see, like, no, not even a single white person in there made me so happy. Well, it was, they were, they were in there. It was, yeah. It was a few white guys in there. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it, I, and I just kind of like, oh, this is what everyone who isn't a white guy like me feels when they watch TV. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> but that, but then they had fully rounded characters of different right. ethnicities, like, and female characters. Like, every character just was a fully formed character. I loved, I actually loved, um, the way they did the story with Cottonmouth and then kind of, spoiler, kill him off. And then right, switch right, to the right. brother. I, I thought that was a good transition. That was I, cool. I thought it it was so great. But you're not. You you might be in like, and I'm not saying this because you're on the show. Like, but you're in like my favorite fucking scene that you get to rob Method Man. Like, you know what? I hear a lot of people saying that's their favorite scene. That's such a good scene. Like it's it's so meta because like it's Method Man. I mean Method Man. I right. think is involved in almost all my favorite shows at this point because he's been on. Like, he's on The Wire, he was on The Larry Sanders Show, he's been on, like, Difficult People. Like, that dude is so fluid. He goes from comedy yeah. to drama. He's so... And I, who doesn't love Wu-Tang? So, like, to have cool, Wu-Tang exactly. in, the, in the Marvel Universe is cool, but, like, the best part is you just start trying to have a conversation with him. Right, like, right, the humor right. just landed so hard. It, it was, it felt real, man. It was like, I mean, I've worked with Method Man before. Oh, no way! That day, yeah. We, he did a movie called Staten Island Summer. Uh, it was a Saturday Night Live movie. Yeah, Saturday with um, Pete Davidson and like, um, all, all the so SNL is, cats, right? Yes, yes. Oh, you're in that too. I mean, I, I didn't have. I had a very, very small. I was like background when he did the rap battle scene at the end. Oh, okay. And it, I actually had a feature scene, but there was a guy that kept trying to jump in front of me. Oh. So I was like, I just told the guy to go ahead. And then me and Matt, we met after that because. Uh, uh, Hassan Johnson from The Wire, because him and I are friends. So he introduced me to Matt, and we met from then on. You know, we knew each other from there. So when we got to set, it, he didn't remember me at first. I had the jogger's memory, and then we talked, and then we just had fun with the scene. Wait, who was your buddy on The Wire? I'm like, I'm like that's my. Uh, he played uh, Weebay, Hassan Johnson. Oh, shit. Weebay, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. like my all time favorite show. Like, I, my wife won't let me even speak about it because she'll, like, five hours will go by. <laughs> uh, oh, that's what a small world. All right, yeah. so, but then so you get to set, and then at least you get to like you already knew Method Man, so that's gotta at least take off right, the, right. the comfortability because like he's an intimidating dude. 
Well, I knew Method Man. I knew Mike Coulter because I had already worked on the show. So that was episode 12. I had already yeah. I've been working on the show since episode one. So I've already known him. So it was, it was, it was a comfortable, it was easy. Well, so the thing is, I didn't, day. I didn't know I had lines. That's the thing. So like, <laughs> I had, I have already worked as, I had already played a character on the show in episode one. I don't know if you know that. In the bar, right? No, it wasn't in the bar. It was during the robbery. Oh, I think I saw, I was watching your reel and I, I, cause it, it was like the dark scene. Right. Well, remember in the beginning when Cottonmouth was talking to, uh, I forgot the Spanish guy's name in the club. And yep. they were doing, and they showed the gun deal going down, and, yep. and they had the hammer industry guns. Yep. I'm the guy that drove the van and, and opened the door, and when the guy jumps out with the ski mask, I get, I'm the first guy to get shot. Oh, that's so cool. Right. But I, but technically I was a twin. That was my twin that got shot. Yeah. Because if you notice after that, if you look at Missy Knight's, uh, wall, my mugshot is center of her, of her wall for about four episodes after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until they change it. <laughs> now, how does that and work from a production standpoint? Is that just more like you're a cool guy and you're talented and you're just like, throw him in the show, we need him? How did that happen? Uh, I just got lucky. We like this David I, I guy, mean, just toss him in again. I, I just got, well, I, I, I auditioned for the show, but I auditioned for stunts and I auditioned through the coordinator, James Lou. Now, I don't know if a lot if you know who James Liu is. Uh, no. You probably do, but don't. Uh, you see in Big Trouble in Little China? Yes. Long he's in big, he's in Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, no way. Yes. He, uh, I, 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 I can tell you exactly. You, you see Lethal Weapon 4, right? Uh, which one's that? That's I'm one sure I have. The one with Jet Li. I don't know if I ever saw that one. Really? All right. Pretty well, bad if you, you get a chance to watch that one, Lethal Weapon 4. He fights Jet Li on the roof, and Jet Li kills him on the roof. Oh, okay. But he's been in movies from The Perfect Weapon to... <laughs> he's been in a lot of movies. Yeah, yeah. But he's the coordinator on the uh, the fight and stunt coordinator for the show. And uh, I auditioned for him, and he hired me for the show. So I worked that first episode, and after I worked that first episode, I thought that was it. Because the uh, the showrunner, he was there that day. He was like, yeah, once you get caught, killed in the Marvel Universe, I said, you're done. Yeah. So I was like, oh man, just the one episode. Wow, uh, I had one, I had an opportunity, well, two episodes. I was like, all right, had an opportunity because I came back in episode two as the dead body and replaying myself and all that stuff as a flashback. But I'm like, okay. But then they brought me back for episode three because I cut, I shaved and I looked, and then when James saw me, he didn't even recognize who I was. <laughs> he thought I was some, so then he put me in the episode three, but, uh, you can't see it's really me because I had a hoodie on and a scully. So I'm gonna. It's the one he was going through the when when he went when he picked, took the car door and went through the Christmas Addicts complex. Oh uh, my god! Was, Again, like yeah. the best scene, the best action scene in the entire series. Yeah, like, that I, was the I was, trailer. Yeah, yeah, I was in there. So I, I I I can tell you where I was at, but it was so many bodies flying around. I was one of those many bodies that got slammed around in there. I'm glad you're in that. Cool. So I'm curious, like, so how does that, how does that scene work? Like, be, like, I watch it. I'm like, this is incredible. But I'm fascinated by like, how does that get filmed? Like, what's that? How experience? Made? Like, yeah, like how do, I love that, like behind the scenes kind of stuff. Like, the okay, well, um, how well, long is that? That must have been like a day. Well, no, two days. Two days, just for that scene. Two days for that scene, yeah. But I mean, that some of those shots are just so complex, and like, it, 
it, they did such a good job on it. You could tell why that was yeah. in their trailer because you know they were like, "We're out of something here." And it's not, and it's not really CGI. It's all like wire rigs and, and real stunts, practical stunts. So these guys, you know, we're, we're like really doing it, hitting the floor, going through walls, and flying and stuff like that. No, see, and and no green screen either. No, no green screen. So this is like like old school. Like this is how. Yeah. Yep. I think that's why it looks so good because I mean, as great as technology is, I can oh, you can always tell green screen, and maybe you can't, but like when you can, it fucking sucks. No green screen. Everything was a practical effect, you know, from him picking people up, tossing people. Everything was on. Everything was practical. Wire rigs and, and squibs and everything. So yeah, so no like green screen. Your physical body is being thrown across the room. Yeah. Damn. Yes. <laughs> Damn, you guys were hard. Because <laughs> that scene is uh, like magic. Like, man, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I know I like I did some stuff, but these guys that worked on that show had done some amazing stuff, man. Like that, that, that. <laughs> you, you, you think that you said like you think it was green screen, but they're actually a, it's really a person doing it. That's like some Jackie Chan shit right there. Yeah, exactly. I guess like I, I don't know. I guess. As a viewer, I watch it, but I wasn't like, oh, how do you think they do this? Like, I don't have right. that much knowledge, but like, as mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking, I'm just, I keep reliving that scene when he comes in, like, it just looks so good. Yeah. So, and then, uh, so that scene with Method Man that you get to do where you get to right. rub off the face and you start trying to talk <laughs> to him, um, that, that's, that's so crazy. That's so cool that you actually kind of knew both of them, so that must have, like, allowed the yeah. chemistry to flow. But, like, that must have just been, like, you're like, I'm getting paid for this today? This is... Oh, man. That, w- that was, like... That was, like... I- honestly, I would say that's one of my favorite scenes in my career right now. Right. Because I, that... I just... I just had so much fun with it, and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't expect it. So, did you, like, get to set that day, and they're like, oh, yeah, you got some lines? I, I got to the... I got, yeah, I got to exactly to the set, and the guy we're going to do a rehearsal. And I didn't, I just got in wardrobe. I didn't get the chance to even go over my, my sides, which is like the script. I didn't get the chance to go over the script or anything. Cause Marvel, they don't, you know, they're not going to give you the script before. And I got it the day of. Oh, that's a secret. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and at the end of the day, you have to turn it in. So you don't get to keep it, you know, no spoilers at all. So I get to set and, uh, we're like, all right, rehearsal. And he's like, all right, now your lines. I'm like, oh, I have lines. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, this is me. Okay. So I, you know, read over it, went over the lines, and I was like, okay, that's cool. Went back and came back, and we did it, and just had fun, and it flowed. And that's such you a know. pivotal scene too, because that's the scene. Like, it's funny, but then the the Method Man stuff, like he goes on the talk radio show, and like, yeah, that's like the scene. But um, none of that stuff I knew was gonna happen. I mean, I didn't know none of that. Yeah, and so I'm wondering, so someone like you, like they're probably like you probably only know what you're there for that day, and that's it. Right. That's it. What and kind I, of contract you sign? Like, what kind of non-disclosure agreement do you guys have to sign? Exactly, a non-disclosure agreement that we can't. Nothing can be said about it. No photos, nothing. It's like any any pictures that I did have, I couldn't post them or release them until after the show came out, and that's what yeah. I did. I waited till then. Because you don't want to be the guy who fucks it up and doesn't get to. No. You want to get in with these people and be like, exactly. Like, I, I go on, like I said, I go on the comic book movie website, and I, I love sitting there and just read stuff like, oh, I know this, I know that. Oh, that's yeah, that's so dope. That's that's cool. That was such a great show. and what a and it's come back for season two. So hopefully they use you. Again. Yes, we did. Yes, yes. I I might be back. I can't confirm or deny that. I've heard some things, but I don't know. Marvel, you never know. You never know. I never know. I just hope I am back. I hope I come back. 
If, and and uh, they used a lot of actors from The Wire in that show too. Yes. So that yep. must, I don't know if you watch it like as a fan, this would be like, oh shit, that guy, uh, cops I mean, and uh, the uh, lawyer and. Um, right. Uh, I know a lot. I know a few people from The Wire because I've worked on. I work with Michael K. Williams on um, The Night of, and uh, I know him. But I never really watched The Wire that much. I watched maybe a little bit of it. And the only reason I watched it because I was working, because I was working with Michael K. Williams. And we got cool on set. So I wanted to oh have that knowledge in he, case he started talking about it. The greatest character of all time. He's awesome. He's, he's awesome in real life, too. He's really a cool person. And I've, I've, from every, I, I don't know him by any means, but like from every interview I've ever heard with him, or like, uh, he does like a lot of good charitable philanthropy work. Like he's like a, Good fucking yeah. dude. Yeah, he is. Oh, man. When you said, I wish you could saw my face, I just lit up like, you've met Michael K. Williams. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I worked with him for three months on the night of. That's insane. And I, but maybe it's better you didn't really watch The Wire, because I don't know if I could ever, like, he, that character is so ingrained. I mean, well, I, I know. I know about the character. I watched, I, got, I, I watched the pivotal stuff to get the, uh, just up yeah. the show. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, what is it? it's a, it's a long, it's a slow burn. It takes like nine right. episodes for anything to happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's, but, there's so much stuff I have to catch up with show wise. It's, 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 it's too much. Yeah, like I've never watched an episode of Game of Thrones ever. Me neither. I, I and I know Honestly, I won't I like feel, it. I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad. Thank yeah, you. I just I'm like I'm not gonna like it. I know. I'm not a big side like that kind of stuff. I'm like I don't like fantasy. I'm, yeah, I don't think I would like it either. I could play a video game like that. All yeah, day. me too. But watching it, uh, it, it's like you said, it's a slow burn. It is not gonna work. And I'm like, hey, that's fine. I like, I watch mostly comedy, so I'm like, I got Silicon Valley, I got Veep on Sunday, I'm good. <laughs> I got my hour for there on my HBO. And I'm an action guy, so I like all my, I like, I mean, I like everything. I like comedy and I, but I prefer action. Like that's why I, I loved like, uh, Deadpool. Like a comedy action yeah, yeah. movie was yeah, like, perfect. It kind of reminded me of like the old Lethal Weapon movies where you used to get like a. Uh, Hundred million dollar buddy cop action yes. movie like that used to be like a thing in the eighties and they're so fucking great and they kind of oh, disappeared. Yeah, yeah. I guess The Rock is the and like uh, and Kevin Hart kind of brought it back. They, they, they're Bad trying Boys. to. They're yeah. trying to. Well, yeah, I mean, Bad Boys definitely brought it back. I would love to do. I would love to be in any <laughs> type of Bad Boys type or uh, movie. I, I mean, shoot, I would love to be in Bad Boys. <laughs> Put yeah. me in as a cop. I'm always playing a thug. I, mean, I played a cop one time, and that was two months ago in Blue Bloods, but you can't even tell because we, I was beat up another cop. Oh, yeah. That kind of sucks. Um, I, would, I, I think I'm like one of those people I think The Rock could do anything. Right. Uh, I think some years ago he hosted SNL, maybe the first time he hosted SNL. Uh, and ever since then, I'm like, he's... That's the guy. That guy can do comedy, he can do drama. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He, I just saw Moana, and he, his voice acting was on fleek. That dude is... I want to take my daughter to see that soon. It's good for... Yeah, I, as an adult, you're, she'll love it, and then as an adult, you'll love it. It's oh, one of the, I, I like The Rock, so I don't even know. But I, I, I grew up. I grew up like... The Rock was like my uh, idol growing up. Yeah. Until I got a certain age, I'm like, I'm a grown man now. You know, but, you know I was right. I used to always look up to, to the Rock as a kid. My, a lot of my friends used to tease me about that because I have Samoan in my, I have Samoan in my family. Oh, okay, yeah, you know? oh, that's right. Everything. Yeah, He's so Samoan, yeah. So a lot of people tease me, like, oh, but it is what it is. There's just so few like uh, public figures of, who are Samoan. Like, I, one of my there are very good, few. Yeah, I had one of my really good friends uh, in college is the Samoan. So like, I learned a lot about it, and then. 
same thing. It's like when when he he would find out like one person was even like part Simone, he would like, oh my god. I'm the same way. He's like, like, I'm like, I'm like, well, I'm white, and everyone who's famous <laughs> is white, so like, it doesn't affect me. Uh, so I, mean, I just think it's interesting. I, I, so I'm like, oh yeah. So he, yeah, him and his family, like, they, The Rock was like their god. Right. And he's a super talented fucking dude. Exactly, exactly. I didn't know I was Simone until I was old, like older, like after my father passed away. Though no. I didn't really know. Yeah, I didn't know what I was growing up. How does you to like do a test or like you just had to find? Nah, out? I wouldn't. Family reunion. <laughs> oh, you show up. You're like, whoa. Okay, now this makes I like, sense. Yeah, I was like, I was like <laughs> yeah. Like, These guys are huge. And I then you know I started looking into stuff and I did my whole ancestry.com thing and I found out. I was like, oh, okay. And then started trading. Like I said, I used to be a private investigator, so I yeah, started yeah. doing my own investigation so and finding out. Skill sets. Yeah. Built in. Uh, I'm just trying Definitely. to. Uh, so I, I, I don't want to just go through your IMDb, but yeah. I'm sure people want to hear some things. Um, you were on Mr. Robot, like yes. my favorite show, okay, another one. And um, I think I actually, after I heard you say that in Peter, uh, with this interview on TV at my brain, I was like, oh yeah, because I, I went back, I was watching it again. Was like, mm-hmm. There he is. You were in the basketball yeah. scenes. Yeah. Before yes. we found out it was a prison. Right. I had a bigger scene for that that they cut. Or I got hurt and everything. I, my mouth got, I had one getting seven stitches working on that show, that episode. No way. Yeah, but the scene got cut. Oh. So I'm not mad because I understand what they did. Yeah. Um, the it's, director, he, uh, he had so many different ideas on how the big reveal of that prison scene would be. Uh, he shot multiple reveals. Mm-hmm. And it's just that, that reveal that we did just didn't make the cut. Understandable. And then that part, and so like when you're, do, you get to know, like, do the, does Mr. Robot have a grand vision, or are they like kind of like flying by the seat of the pants, be like, how do we get out of this one? No, he. Did the, I believe that they had a whole. They had a. They had. He had a, a set vision on what he wanted to do because the direct, the writer and creator directed every episode last season. Oh, Sam Esmo, I think his name Sam is. Sam Esmo, Esmo, yeah. yes. Smart fucking and, dude, huh? Yeah, yeah. That show is just like. Yeah. So he he directed every uh every episode. That's pretty so, unheard of. That's 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 what uh that's the thing yeah because I, I don't know you know usually the first season he had different directors every episode he directed one episode and then different directors came in but this one he did all his own he wrote them all and did them all himself so I guess he had his own vision and but I you know I, fun I had fun on the show even with the you know concussion and the seven stitches. Oh. But it would, I mean, hopefully maybe to make the DVD when, when they have the, uh, the DVD, season two DVD come out, maybe it'll be one of the alternate versions or something. I don't oh, know. Oh, that'd be really cool. That would be. I would love to see that scene because it took a hard hit. Were you playing basketball on some like elbow game? Well, I had, I had the whole dialogue and everything. Uh, basically I was coming down the court and, uh, the, the guy who I was fighting with in the first basketball scene, mm-hmm. he kind of like, uh, clothed, like, Tries to clothesline me, but hits my arm and fouls me and calls me the N word. And yeah, I, and then I, I say foul and I say F you. I say fuck you and I push him. And then uh, his buddy hits me, and then my buddy hits him, and then we, and we get into a whole fight. And then everybody runs on the court, and then it's like a whole big melee with like a print with a you know it looks like a, a a street basketball scene, but then you see people run out in prison uniforms and. Uh, correction officers run out, and then it reveals that it's an actual prison. Then, 
Oh, that's what it was supposed to be. Yeah, at first. that's a good, that that would work. That would work too. Yeah. I, so I wonder if they chose the one they did is because then we find out. Uh, uh, what's the guy? Joey Badass. Yeah, Joey Badass's character was working for White Rose. I mean, I kind of like that. I kind of like that reveal a little better too, though. Like, even yeah. though they didn't use mine, I kind of yeah. like that one a little better. I, I, I thought like that was that. pretty badass. You know, because I remember I was I um my buddy Dwight and I were covering it for the TV in my brain. We were covering Mr. Uh-huh. Robot, and every week I was like, those dudes who walked on the court, and like this is before we knew it was a prison. Like, they look uh-huh. like white supremacists. And he's like, I don't know. It's like, no, they, the way they carry themselves, right, the haircut, right. just the way I'm like, something is off. Everyone is grouped together like it's. I never said jail. I wasn't that smart. Uh, but like those dudes just looked like a white supremacist group. It reminded me of like American History X. Those actors. Right. And um, but then when they they found out the big reveal, which was the great thing about Mr. Robot is like the reveal. It's not like a M.I. Shylet movie, which I uh, enjoy a lot. Of, but like right. the, the the reveal isn't why you watch it. Like when you find like, out, what a twist! Yeah, it's like oh, what a twist! It's like uh, it just propels the story forward, and right. that's kind of why I I, I I love it. And USA, who would ever thought that like such quality television would be done on USA? I mean, well, I know they have back, some good stuff. Coming coming from back to USA up all night back in the day with Attack and the Killer Tomatoes used to come on. Oh, I know that's what like, that's what it used to be known for. Yeah, and then like there was a one season Fred Savage show I used to watch when I was home. Oh man, called Working I think. Oh, I don't remember that. one. It wasn't like good. It was just on. <laughs> but yeah, and like and it's just like when AMC got Breaking Bad in and yes. and Mad Men. It was just like. You just show was, old movies. How are you making? I got TV? I got laid on uh, Breaking Bad, but when I caught on Breaking Bad it was around season three, going into four. Yes. So I, I refused to watch any. I, I refused to watch any part of season four until I completely caught up. So by the time I caught up, season five was coming on. Yeah. And I just like it was like a binge because I was able to binge watch season four by time and then and catch up in time for season five. Which occupied my every Sunday, and I loved the show so much. I'm just like, oh my god, how could I? I, I I'm mad that I missed this because I wanted. To, I would have loved to be on that show. Oh, that was an appointment television, like if that still existed. That was the show. Like I would go to work every day, and we would all sit around at lunch and talk about it. And theory, right. like that show got under my skin. And I loved Malcolm in the Middle. I only yes, watched- exactly. Oops. That's what made me like my wife and I. She even even her. I got her into it because she was like, oh my god, that's how. I, yeah, I was like ripping my hair out in scenes and like <laughs> that scene when you um when Hank calls him out for being lit, like stuff that you thought was gonna happen and like down the end of the season would happen uh-huh. like, episode six and then you're uh-huh. like oh my god they can do anything yeah they can do or, or, or just when Walter White when he just when he when he got when he grew a pair of balls and, and he just turned like yeah, you, in the you garage. expected it just from the start I mean from the first season when when he went in and, he, and they were messing with his son. Mm-hmm. He was in the store and talking about his, his mom yep. got out of his pants. And, oh my god! And he like walks out of the screen and comes back and just yeah. knocks his leg out. Yeah, and like, yeah. <laughs> and and it, 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 even when he cursed, when he quit the um the car wash, he was like, "Fuck you!" In your eyebrows, I was like, "Wow." Mm-hmm. Just you know, just you wouldn't stuff you don't expect. But that's AMC because AMC you're expecting like they push the limits for a little bit to or they push limit to as much as they can. And then all of a sudden, when you watch it, they drop the f bomb. You're like, "Oh my god!" You you saw the kid again. <laughs> yeah, that's that that was a that, that was such a fun experience. Like that's like what TV yeah. should be. Oh, and that's kind of what the, like the superhero shows are for me now. Oh that's yeah, like absolutely. I love it. I mean, I'm, I'm such a TV fanatic. I'm like, 
That's it's like what my wife and I do. Like we don't have cable, but we just stream everything, and it's right, just, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. There's just like a lot of people don't like Superman versus Batman, and I even like I said, I'm a Marvel fan. I kind of liked it. I like the extended version better. That's what I've been told. But I I went to go see it with my brother, and I expected it to be like okay, and it just so disappointed. That, you know that, what? It, it fell apart in the editing room. Nah, it fell apart before it even started. <laughs> because they missed the movie. The, yeah, basically because I mean, look how it. You know, Marvel's been working on building up their their films for years. They had a plan. So from what from Iron Man one, they already knew they were going to do Avengers. Really that that quickly? I think so. I mean, I, I think they I think sure they had a plan. Like, I, I I don't. I mean, the way they do. I mean. How could they not? Because it's so, they're so good. Look how everything fell into place. Yeah. Like all the movies connected somehow, some way, they, they crossed over. They even used stuff from The Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton. Oh, yeah. And had it tie into it. They, yeah. they had everything perfectly tied. Whereas DC, they don't have enough films. All they have is uh, Man of Steel. And now Batman vs. Superman. That's the whole start of their new universe. And now from those two films, they're trying to rush and drop every Everything. major superhero, most of the major superheroes in the DC universe in one film by introducing them in small, like the way they introduced them in this movie, which is, I, I don't like the way they did it. Oh, like when like, he well, assembles the, uh, the, the Justice League or whatever. Yeah, when Wonder Woman finds all the footage and all of a sudden they got all this footage of everyone. On a fucking email? Exactly. You're like, come on. I, yeah. And why, I don't know why they needed to erase, they, why, why, the, uh, Christian Bale Batmans couldn't have, like, been a part of the canon. To, and, yeah, like, I mean, I like that. I like Ben Affleck's Batman. I like the badass of him and, and the way he kicked ass. Yeah, I thought he did. It was also, it, there's no dialogue in that movie. No. I just thought he was a little extreme. A little, I think, I think yeah. Batman was a little, a little, well, he was kind of crazy. He was a little psycho Batman. Yeah. Because he killed a lot of people. He was just killing people. Yeah. They, I, and, and it sucks because, like, they're doing such good work on the TV shows. And, like, right. give Greg Berlanti a movie. Give the give those people a movie. Which I just read he's doing Little Hop Shop of Horrors remake. What? I just, like, literally before we hopped on this, I just... Oh, uh, that hurt my heart right there. That's yeah, one of my favorite that's movies. That's one of those things you don't remake. But I like no. Greg Berlanti. But, you know, I, I've been getting my feelings hurt lately a lot. They With everything? Dragon. No, Peach, my, my mother just mentioned to me, she was like, did you watch Peach Dragon remake yet? Because growing up, Peach Dragon, the original Disney Peach Dragon, was one of my favorite movies. I never heard of that one. Oh, man, it's a classic. It's like a, it's, animated? it's one of those, yeah, it's half animate, half live action, like one of those. But it's a musical. It's 1970 oh. something, maybe 79. Yes, okay, yeah, I do remember this. And, this, oh, and, and yeah. the one that they did now is a remake of it, where this dragon, this dragon doesn't look like a dragon. It's a CGI. It looks like, yeah. I mean, it, well, the other one was a cartoon, but this one looks like a Falcor. It looks like Falcor from. I look at a picture. Mystery. It looks like Never Ending Story. Exactly, Falcor, oh. right? Or, or I just, I just bought the game The Last Guardian. It looks like the damn thing on the the Torco Toro or whatever the name of this game is. I went to uh, Comic Rhode Island Comic Con this year, and they had the puppeteer. From Little Shop of Horrors and like all that stuff, and they had that big plant, and like seeing the plant from Little Shop of Short, Little Shop of Horrors, I felt like I met. A, it was like seeing a person. Like I couldn't handle myself. 
And I was like, what's wrong with you? I was like, he, Rick Moranis, you, you, you don't get it. But oh, like, man. It's just a thing. I was like, but it's, it's right there. It's I right can't... in front of me. It, they, I don't know how to. I don't see how they can do a little shop horrors remake. I I, I can't. I, I don't oh, know. Be good. And, and, and if it's CGI, it's just gonna just ruin it. Maybe they go like, and just give that guy a Flash movie. Even if, don't make it part of the same universe. I don't care. Just give him the Flash movie, <laughs> which everyone has quit. Everyone keeps quitting that Flash movie. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I after the I, I didn't see Suicide Squad because I'm just like I, can't I saw it. Is it that bad? I've heard mixed views. I you know what I would say. My opinion, I liked it, and I think that if they would have kept the Joker out of it, it would have been even better. Okay, because I've heard the Joker's like not in it at all. He's in it, but he's not majorly in it. But, but he's, and that they were using him as a selling point, like come see right, this movie because right. Heath Ledger died. Essentially. I mean, he he wasn't a he wasn't a terrible Joker, but he just he's not the Joker that I would. He's not he's not a good he wasn't just a good Joker. I mean, he was like the extreme Joker. I think they got sued for, uh, they supposedly ripped off the style of this band called Die Antwood. Like, and I saw pictures and it was like identical. Like they just stole their style. Wow. I don't know, I don't know what happened. I was like, man, that, that was kind of, and I liked Jared Leto. I thought he was good in My So-Called Life. And uh-huh. you know, I mean, Jared Leto's a great actor. I just didn't yeah. think, I just think, so, I don't so even, I can't, I can't even blame him. I think that's just the way they wanted him to portray that Joker. He was pissed after that movie came out. They're like, "You cut, you cut me out of the movie." Really? <laughs> but I mean, that's the acting life, and that, that's got to be kind of good for like someone like uh, when someone at Jared Levels level, uh, even he gets cut out of movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's crazy. Nobody's safe. <laughs> yeah, isn't that, isn't that weird? Like I, I forgot what we were talking about. Um, I was actually talking like Peter and and the crew. Um, uh, we were talking about the movie Hancock. Do you ever see that Will Smith movie? Of course, I've seen it. So that movie is one of those movies that they literally filmed the whole thing and then went back, reshot it, and re-edited and made a whole new movie. Uh, yeah. Which I think it's clear, but there's um the actor, uh, Tom Lennon, is like billed in that movie. He has one line. I heard him talking about it on a podcast that that movie was a whole different thing. He spent like months of his life making this movie, and then they cut him out of the movie completely, and he gets one line. Wow. And he's like a, a notable dude. Hancock to me. The it, first I, half I, was awesome. It, that's what I was going to say. I, once he cleaned <laughs> himself like, up, what? it was terrible. Oh, the, the whole part, and then it's like, oh, but it's a love story and we can't be together. And I just yeah. remember like being in the theater and being like, you can't change, you, you can't change course this late into a movie. You can't, it, it's not baked in. You're just fucking throw. I was like screaming <laughs> at the theater because like you can't do that. Like it's, right. it's like that's not the story that you sold me on. Oh, man. There's there's a, a movie that I've been trying to I want to write that I just haven't done it yet that would have that what Hancock should have been I'm gonna do it one day I'm gonna write it oh man make like a film also. film film of it or whatever yeah I'm gonna do it one day yeah just do it right you could play you'd be a good Hancock that's what I wrote it like that yeah be, have you and then you gotta get your Jason Bateman type you're like, well, it wasn't a Hancock movie. It was it was something along that line, like a Hancock type of movie. The character was like a Hancock type character. Yeah, that would be but easier I, to sell. I, I have a whole. Well, you know what? The, another somebody else did a movie similar to what I was thinking, but not exactly the same at all. Um, what's his name? I can't think of his name right now. He played in Blade One. He was the bad guy in Blade One. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. Steven Dorff, Steven Dorff. Mm-hmm. Steven Dorff did a movie with Eddie Griffin where he was called American Hero. Where he was like in New Orleans and he had superpowers and he was like the Hancock type character. The underdog trying to, you know, help and clean up the neighborhood, but he was doing to try to get his daughter back and, you know, you know, I, I, I have my way. I'm going to do it. It's, it's going to be a little different. It's going to be more funny than anything. But like I said, it's down the line. Yeah, I'm excited for it, and I, and I, I love that stuff. Um, I mean, with what, what they've done with the Marvel stuff in the mm-hmm. Netflix universe, like we need some yes. comedy. We need, we need something a little less dark for once. I mean, but I love it though. I, I like oh, the okay. fact that Netflix Marvel does that. Daredevil season one and two good. Jessica All of them Jones, are so dark. I love it. Blew my mind. Jessica Jones was great because I I knew the comic. I read the comic, so I knew I was curious to see how they did it. And I love the way Ritter, they did man. it. Who thought? Yes. I I, yeah. I I liked her in Breaking Bad, but I didn't know her outside of that. Yeah, exactly. And, Same here. And and she's such like a she's like a model and she's like a beautiful actress, but like she's always just like in jeans and a jacket. And yeah, yeah. Just such a everyone in that show is uh I mean you god, you're in that universe. I just can't yeah, stop harping yeah. on that. <laughs> In that world, I was hoping Jessica was gonna pop up in Luke Cage. I, I was too. I was hoping Jessica was. I was hoping that uh, Iron Fist was Danny Rand, but nope. Yeah, I don't know why they. I mean, maybe they have the reasons. Yeah, but they, uh, I mean, they they had Easter eggs and hinted at, and they had a nice amount of Easter yeah. eggs in Luke Cage. Oh, oh, that was that. You were in the scene. Um, what, right before you walk in, there's that picture of Stan Lee. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, that, that must have been pretty fucking cool to see that too. It's, I didn't see that the day of when I shot it. I didn't see that. Or did I see that there? I don't know if I saw it or not. That's funny. I don't, also, know if I, I don't think so. And so you're you're also in DC Universe because we were saying you're on you uh you're on some episodes of Gotham. Yes, I mean, which is a least, show I heard got better after season one. Yes, it did. I I, I, it I, found I, I watched all three seasons, and I've been yeah. in all three seasons. But I was it was funny. I was just I was just finished working on it last week, oh, and nice. I was um talking to the coordinator and we were just talking about how the show was going and I was saying how I go on the comic book sites and how the fans hated season one and they hated uh, Fish Mooney's character I, you know and he was like yeah and then they brought her back and the writers must have known I don't know because I guess they, they wrote a character off the show I, I missed a part of it but um, now like they just love it the way I, I, I love I like, I like the show because the characters they, they flesh them out better now and I just finished watching, catching up on episode, uh, season three with the executioner and all that. Just, it was just they they took the action up and in a whole other level. So when you're working on a show, like, is there awareness on set of how people are receiving, like Gotham? So like on season two, we're like, oh, people didn't like it. Do people talk about that? Or is that like the unwritten rule that you don't discuss the? I mean, I really don't talk about it to them. I mean, I talk about it to. People I know, you know, when it depends who I'm with. I'm doing the stunts on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm usually with the stunt guys. And we just talk about, you know, our stunt stuff, what we're working on, and just anything, you know. Um, if I'm as an actor on the show, like the last, this episode, I was an actor on the show. I was just, nah, we were just basically just talking about life, <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. We don't really talk about it. Just, just that's it. Every time I, the last two episodes I've worked on the show, I've worked. Well, the last episode I worked, I was part of the Red Hood Gang, so I worked with uh, Butch and the Penguin, and basically our conversation, you know, offset was just life. 
You know, we just burned yeah. out. And that day, we actually got caught in a big rainstorm, so we were just goofing off on Instagram and Twitter and shit that day. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was fun. That's so cool. Way different. Yeah, that that's that's something. And yeah, it's it's interesting. It's so funny because like, it's it's nice seeing uh, shows coming back to New York and being filmed. Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. A lot of stuff wasn't in New York for a while. No, it, it seems like now they're filming everything but Los Angeles. It's all well. It's still there's a lot of stuff shooting in L.A. still, yeah. but there's a lot of stuff in New York. Like I live in I live in Providence, and it feels like it's it gets to the point now where they're filming stuff here so much it doesn't feel special anymore. <laughs> it's more like uh, this again. But I mean, I still think it's really cool. But I, I, I love it because before things picked up for me, I was about to move to Atlanta. Yeah, cause a lot of stuff down south. Yeah, a lot of stuff down there. But I knew I had I knew no one down there. I was just going down there just to start brand new as an yeah. actor and a stuntman and just see where I could go from there. And I got hired for the blacklist first. And then I worked the blacklist and then well, about a week later they called me for Gotham for the season season one of Gotham. And I worked what one day on that and they called me back. And I wound up doing three episodes for that first season, so I was like, okay, so I guess I don't have to leave just yet. That's great. And then they, then from there it was person of interest, and every and all the shows in New York started calling me. There's so like a small like, crew, right? Like New York's, it's a, kind of incestuous because the. I wouldn't say too small. It's it's it, New York is uh, our stunt community is pretty is growing, but it's not huge. Like, like pretty much everyone knows each yeah. other. Though. That's cool. Like you can get it once you're in. Ho- hopefully, you get to stay there forever. Well, so, yeah. I mean, act, if you, if you do, it. if you do what you got to do, do a good job, and you know, don't make a bad name for yourself. Yeah, you'll work. Yeah, and that's the thing about acting is like a lot, and it's good that you and I know you do stunts too. Because like, imagine if you just had to rely on your income just based off of acting. Like, right. I, we have a my wife's childhood friend is like a theater actor, mm. and she's also a caterer sometimes. Like right, you know, right, right. You know. If you're not creating, you're waiting, essentially. Right, yeah. I've been there. Yeah. Because before things picked up, I was just doing background work, and I was working part-time with my best friend's job, doing security at a saloon facility. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not something I wanted to do, but I didn't hate my job because I actually liked working there. I liked helping people. So yeah, yeah. I, I loved working at the job. It's just that that's not what I wanted to do as a career. Oh, we all had those jobs. You know. But the good thing about them, they allowed me – so when I did have time – when I did get work – you know, and I would call out last minute. They wouldn't. It wasn't like I was going to get fired. You know, they were cool. They 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 helped me out. Yeah, that flexible schedule is like right, everything. exactly. So like he'll call his little brother to come because they live right next door. So his little brother would come over and cover for me. You know, and it would work out. That's like the unsung hero. I think of all actors. I tell you, it's like I had a job that was flexible. That's like waiters. Right. Like, that's such a yeah. popular gig, right? Everyone's a waiter because yeah. you can just like. Move your schedule around, work at night, do yeah. your shit in the day. I mean, before that, I worked at, uh, I worked Lost Prevention at Lloyd and Taylor, so I, I didn't have that much flexibility to go out and do auditions and stuff like that. You oh, you were, I, I used to work at a grocery store, you were one of those people, you come in and then a bunch of people get fired that day. No, 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 I, I was at Lloyd and Taylor at uh, the clothing store, I was, the, I was like, I'll be on the floor like a secret shopper, or I'll be oh. on cameras. Mm-hmm. I, I was the guy, but let me see, I was, I was, I was called the enforcer at my job because I'm the guy that they call. Well, I worked at, I was in Woodbridge, which is, Woodbridge is not a bad area, but 
a lot of people go went to that mall to steal. And they went from that area, so they would put up fights, and I'm the guy that would put up the fight back. I'm not going to let you get away with this stuff. So I, I was, I broke a lot of stuff in that store. The people through windows and walls. That's awesome. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then it looked, works out because then you get to do it for uh, TV. Yeah, yeah. That's why, that's why, you know, that's, that's why I figured out. I was like, you know what? I'm also do this, do this professionally. Right. You know, I, I know how to do it the right way. That way nobody really gets hurt. It looks good on TV. Hang out with Method Man and Michael. Uh, uh, how do you, you know, say uh, Michael K. Williams. Uh, Oh, him too. Uh, what's Luke Cage's name? Michael... Oh, oh, Mike Coulter? Coulter, yeah, Mike Coulter. Yeah. And Michael K. Well, that... Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, a lot of different people nowadays. Yeah, that's so cool. And, uh... Yeah, that's... Uh, all the, the Wire crew, but... Man, I, I still can't believe you're in that, that, that scene with Matt and, uh... <laughs> and Mike. That's so nuts. It's funny, because I was on my way... I was working... Like I said, I was working on Gotham, and I went to the studio... And as I was walking in one morning, it was like six in the morning. No, 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 it wasn't, I wasn't that morning. I was going to do, I was going to the fitting. That's what it was. And I was on the phone with my mother and we were just talking. And this guy comes out of nowhere and he, and older white guy. And I recognized him because I, I worked on, I think he worked on Blind Spot because I worked on Blind Spot last season. Okay. Yeah. And, and uh, he, he just comes out and he goes, yo, he goes, I grew up on that Wu-Tang shit. And he just started laughing. And I was like, <laughs> wow. I was like, wow, that's, that's funny. So Just out of nowhere. Oh, I think I saw you said this on Twitter. You used to live in the apartment across from where they yes. film pops. That's right. That's such a small world, man. I know. I didn't. I I found out uh, that day after I finished that scene with Method Man because uh, I was walking back and I was like, oh, I'm in Harlem. Let's take a walk back through the old neighborhood. And I walked past Apollo and I turned down uh, Lexington and. Uh, and I was looking and I saw Pops. I was like, oh, wait a minute. I'm like, you know, my partner's right there. I used to live right there. I was like, wow, that's cool. And I, when I watched the show and I really realized it, I was like, wow, they really shot right there, especially when the scene where Sugarhead got shot in the leg. It, you see, it's such a small world. It's funny because the guy that played Sugar on Luke Cage, you know what I'm talking about, the guy Sugar? Uh, which one is he? He was one of Cottonmouth's thugs. It was. Yep. Amos, with, who had the broken arm, you know who Amos was, right? Yeah. You know Amos was Suge Knight and straight out of Compton. No fucking way. Yes, that is. That's Marcus Taylor. That's my buddy. That's the one who got me. Oh, yeah. He's the one who got me started in this business. Oh, that is the same guy. I, I thought yeah. I heard. Damn, and that movie was not small. <laughs> yeah, played Suge Knight twice actually. Damn. So he plays Amos in it, and then the guy that plays Sugar, who which is his boy. And he's in Gotham with me in season one. We're in, um, actually, not only that, the guy that played Sugar also played Suge Knight in another, in, um, what movie he played Suge Knight in? It was another movie they did where he was Suge Knight. So they both were Suge Knight, though. Damn. What a small world. Yeah, there's a lot of people. A That's lot, so a lot cool. of people that popped up on the shows. And so, and you, you, so you knew him before he was in Straight Outta Compton? Yeah. That's got to be crazy. You're probably at that point now where, like, you can watch almost anything and you have a connection to something. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah, I, Not I, I everything, just, though. You know, like I said, all the DC stuff that's in Vancouver, I don't know anybody on that show. No give it time. Yeah, yeah. I, I was talking to someone on here, and she was, like, in an episode of Difficult People. Which is, uh-huh. Films in New York, and she's, like, an L.A. actor. And she was, like, say, one of her, like, friends is telling her, she's like, give it. If you stay in acting long enough, at some point, every time you turn on the TV, it's someone you know. And it, at first it's fun, and then it doesn't even matter to you. 
You know what? She's absolutely right because I was watching Central Intelligence. Yeah. And oh yeah, yeah, the the, it, the new one. The and it was so many people in there that I knew. And you're like, why are you guys not inviting me? I I said, I was like, why am I not in this movie? One of my one of my coordinators was in there. Good co- a good buddy of mine. But I mean, then again, I look at the I look at the film. I don't fit in that film. You know, yeah. like I, when I don't get a job, I, I and I watch shows. I'm like, okay. If I don't see anybody that looks like me, that means I'm not gonna for that that, that mm-hmm. project because there's no one. That means I'm I'm not you know they weren't looking for somebody that looks like me. That's how I take it. Yeah, and that, that's not so much for acting. It's just like right. the look. Sometimes it's the look, you know. But you know, and, and also I'm still relatively new. You know, I'm only two years in the studs in acting, basically like professionally. Yeah. You know, so I'm still relatively new. So these guys have been doing it for years. But I watched Central Intelligence. I saw the stunt coordinator that I, that hired me for first of interest in there, getting slammed around and having funny lines. And another buddy of mine that I worked with on Mr. Robot, the, the, the tall guy that said that uh was supposed to had hit me. He was in there, but he's worked on Kevin Hart movies a few times, but. You said you see enough. You, you work on these films and TV shows. You see somebody all the time. Oh, so did you get? To, sorry, one last question with Mr. Robot. Did you get to meet yeah. like Craig Robinson when you were on the show? Yes. Because uh, you you were there's you got Rami Malek, Jody Badass, Christian Slater, and Craig T. Robin, Craig Robinson. Yeah, I, I met all of them. Yeah. Damn, like what a good. You're not see, Mark, you're in stuff, Mark but you're in, like right next to them. Oh, you like you get in all these like good scenes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Craig Robinson is fucking hilarious and he, he was really cool he i can't really imagine cool. him he's like the king of cool. he's like the, he just comes off as like the coolest dude he's so funny in the office he's so funny and like you got hot tub time machine i don't think i'm supposed to like that movie but i fucking loved it yeah he was walking around and when we were like behind the scenes we go to we call craft and we get our you know coffee and stuff he yeah. was walking around singing take your panties off and that's what i see that's what i want that's every time whenever if i ever meet him i just like i want him on a piano singing he was, just hum- he was just he was just singing it, just walking chilling. around singing it while while getting some coffee. Oh god! Oh yeah, he was in that movie. Uh, this is the end, and he sings yeah, that song. And yeah. he sings it to Rihanna. <laughs> he was just oh, walking around on set singing it. Joey Badass, he was cool. Yeah, he. I I didn't know he was a musician. Yeah, yeah. I I knew him. I knew he was a rapper before he was an actor. I didn't know he was an actor actually. Yeah, I don't I don't know how he got that role, but he fucking. He did good. Him. He did a very so good job. Everyone, everyone, everyone did good. Yeah. I mean, I think that's like the people, the shows like that you're working on are like, you're not getting on the, some of these shows, like every person on that show is the best at what they're doing. And it's so yeah, crafted. Yeah. It's not like, uh, I don't want to insult Law and Order, but you know, it's not, it's not. I don't work Law and Order really yet. Yeah. You, you will. Give it time. Right? Yeah, I know. So you're a New York actor. It doesn't matter of time. Yeah, I will. I still like Law and Order though. Oh, I'll dude, it. it serves a purpose, but there's like, there's sometimes you watch uh, Breaking Bad, and sometimes you gotta turn your yep, brain off you're right. and watch you're uh, like right. NCIS. Or yeah. <laughs> oh man, well, thank you. Just uh, so to wrap it up, uh, for doing this, is anything we uh, feel like you missed? Uh, well, I got some new stuff coming out. I got uh, the breaks. I mean, the breaks coming out uh, next sometime next year, February of next year. What's that on? Uh, that's gonna be on VH1. Okay. The breaks was um, a mini. It was a it was a TV movie that got picked up for a series uh method man is that one also and that in that one as well is this hip-hop um, i don't know the original i think it's, it's kind of like it's like hip-hop but it's hip-hop in the 90s i believe or that's interesting it's it, it's pretty i watched i i got to see the uh the movie it was good so i know the show's gonna be pretty okay. decent and when i worked on it was pretty cool i got that i have uh gotham episode 14 coming up 
which is going to be a, a, a really big episode for fans. Uh, a really, really major episode for fans. So I'm not going to, I can't spoil anything about that. Oh, no, no, we don't want to get you in trouble. <laughs> nope. And uh, a show called Time After Time coming out in January. That one's with um, H.G. Wells. That one seems like that's going to be a good show. That one's about H.G. Wells. You know, H.G. Wells wrote The Time Machine. Okay. So I, I'm trying a, to my yeah. So H.G. Wells, but so it's about the character H.G. Wells who writes the book The Time Machine. He actually creates a time machine. So he creates this time machine, and his friend uh, turns out to be Jack the Ripper, and he gets in the time machine and travels to 2016, and he's basically chased him through time. And uh, a lot of his stories, they wind up visiting a different time. So the episode I'm in is in the island of Dr. Moreau, Maru. But they call it the Island of Doctor Monroe, and he's doing all these weird experiments. It's, it's a pretty, from what I've seen, it looks like a really good show. So I'm in that. Yeah, I think that's coming on ABC, I believe, in January. And then uh episode of uh, the Blacklist coming up. Um, I mean, I just got a few things coming up. I don't know. I mean, whatever. I have I don't know the release dates officially, but I know Gotham is definitely in sort of mid. I think that's late January that episode comes out. I think you sold me. Back. I'm gonna start watching Gotham again. I'm gonna pick it up on season two. Oh yeah, definitely. But definitely, season three is much better than season two is is good. Season three is way better though. It really picks up because it, it gives, well no you know what start from season two season two you got Mister Freeze you got Firefly. Start from season two, you'll like it. So where can people find you online? Uh, on Twitter, I am at actor David Chin. Um, at Instagram, I am. It's a little more complicated. It's action underscore actor underscore David underscore Chin. Um, that's yeah. That's Instagram and Twitter. You find me there. Awesome. Well, um, thank you for doing this so much. Definitely. Thank you for having me.